butt, hosted by Vivian Gabor. Let's see how that goes. Ooh, that's actually pretty darn good. Check, check, testing. Yeah, okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Yeah, But the Podcast. This is Vivian Gabor, your host. And with me tonight is Eddie Crash, who is a show producer and um, songwriter, and he's in a band and does all sorts of cool shit. Welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, uh... You probably hear background noise, and that's okay. Hopefully it's not too <laughs> insanely loud, I say, as a car whizzes past. We, <laughs> we got a lot. There's going to be airplanes going overhead every 45 minutes. Uh, there's going to be cars going by. Or less. Here's another airplane Here coming. So it's like every five minutes, really. Just drink uh, every time you hear planes overhead, and <laughs> by the end, it won't matter anymore. It'll be great. <laughs> um, the reason we're outside is because, um, as this is part of the Holly, the Hollywood... <laughs> I can't talk. (laughs) I had caffeine tonight, so that'll be great. As part of the Halloween series, um, we came out to Old St. Raymond's Cemetery. Um, It really adds to this, because, okay, so it is St. Raymond's, but there is an old and a new, and there's just something extra spooky spooky about Old St. Raymond's Cemetery. We're at Old St. Raymond's Cemetery. (laughs) Um, And we're walking along the road, and maybe we'll at some point try to sneak our way into the actual cemetery and wander around because uh, <laughs> this isn't super creepy but we were hoping for kind of a creepy vibe um eddie grew up literally right next to the cemetery we just walked past his old house <laughs> um so he has all sorts of stories that he's going to tell us tonight yeah, for those of you who are living in Bushwick and Queens and Brooklyn, this is that really spooky part of New York above Manhattan called the Bronx. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. So we so <laughs> we met at 125th. We did. And then got on the train, and I, was, I had no clue where we were going. <laughs> I was just like, I just got on the train and was trusting that Eddie was not going to kill me somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Well, the night's still Which young. still might happen. Yeah. But we are currently um, so far north. <laughs> Uh, We're really not. We passed like what? We we passed like what? 184th Street. It's yeah. You you get out of numbers and then you're right where like, if you ever see a movie about New York where it's like the bada bing and the pizza, this is that. This is the East Bronx and yeah. Yeah. We actually ate at a bada bing and the pizza place. We did Louis and Ernie's just a few minutes ago. Shout out to Louis and Ernie's on Crosby Ave. So good. Go eat pizza there. Going strong. It was delicious and inexpensive, and I had just the right amount of cash. It was great. <laughs> I was scared, but it happened. Um, so we are currently, yeah, we're just walking. There's a street that goes through the cemetery. Yep. And we're walking along that street. And hopefully there will be, like, a break in the fence or somewhere, something like that somewhere, and we'll just sneak in. But you I'm fat, so we <laughs> will see what's going to happen. I'm going off a memory of I moved out of the Bronx in 2004, so a little bit dated. Um, Along with holes, everyone else. Yeah, a lot of the holes in the fence aren't here anymore, <laughs> so we're going to have to make do. But Yeah, these are very new fences. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's one of the biggest cemeteries in the city. Not to put on my tour guide hat too much yet, but... No, Keith, yeah. go for it. It's one of the biggest cemeteries in the city. Uh, it is one of the oldest. It was commissioned and consecrated... 
and I didn't take notes. I definitely didn't do that. Um, he took so many notes. He is more prepared than I am, and that's <laughs> good because I'm not prepared. Ooh, and this is where the sidewalk just stops. Yep. <laughs> we that's are now walking in the street, this is guys. Where the this is. Ends. If we die in the middle of this podcast, someone please post this so everyone can hear it. <laughs> <gasps> Wait, stop and look at the moon. Yeah, the moon is really pretty. We have a beautiful full harvest moon tonight. Y'all shit's going to go down. Halloween on Balcom Ave is like the spookiest <laughs> thing in the world because you're right by a cemetery and when the moon is full like that, you fully feel like you're in like a universal horror Oh yeah, movie. and it's absolutely super smoggy because pollution and it's a beautiful harvest moon. <laughs> 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 so, um... Uh. It gives it character. That's going to be great. Character, that's what we'll call it. Um, so, like I was saying, uh, St. Raymond's was purchased and consecrated in 1875 by Reverend Michael B. McAvoy. Um, Ooh, come on, McAvoy. Come on, McAvoy. Uh, it's separated into two parts. The old part was the original one bought in the 1800s. There is a new one, which was made right around the turn of the century. That's where all like the new burials happen. But in the old cemetery, this is like old, old New York, like people who like came here from Ellis Island. Um, you know, a little bit of the turn of the century, but like mostly just really old. I think like some of the newest stones here are like the 60s and 50s. Dang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's currently old. In the old section, there are newer. Yeah. There are newer graves in the new section. It kind of caps at the 50s here, and then the new section, which looks absolutely gorgeous, uh, has like its own little garden and everything. I mean, these are remarkably well kept. Yeah. Well, gravestones for being that old. Yeah. Well, they're all taken care of by the Archdiocese of New York, which is, you know, um, the guys who run the Catholic Church here in New York. So they take really good care of their cemeteries, which is really nice. Everything's well preserved. All of the tombstones are, you know, there's a really big groundskeeping team. Which the fences are way too good. The fences are way too good. I need to talk to the Archdiocese <laughs> about these because we <laughs> need some more creep factor. We do. And I was promised... Uh, chickens getting their heads cut off, and that's not going to happen if we're stuck out on the street. We will get there, and you know what? It's around that season, so you just might. <laughs> I'm hoping. Um, so, yeah, really big cemetery, 4,000 burials a year, up to 20 a day. Uh, I was telling before uh, <laughs> about the fact that it's so packed that people are actually digging up their family. Not themselves, but they're having their families. <laughs> in the middle of the night. We're going to dig you up and get rid of you. That's we're actually, moving. That's why we're here. We're digging up my cousin Tony today. Perfect. You're good with a shovel, right? No, but we're going to figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Um, I, I, mass I've camp. been to enough Jewish burials that I know how to shovel dirt onto people, so it's just kind of that in reverse. <laughs> But yeah, people are exhuming their relatives and like moving them. It's like reverse them. mitzvah. Yeah, they're moving them to New Jersey. So people are literally getting dug up from the cemetery to make room. It's insane. Um, famous residents include jazz singer Billie Holiday. Yes, Billie Holiday. Yep. I uh, saw that on Wikipedia. <laughs> it's like the one everybody knows. because It's like the first thing they mention. Uh, we've got doo-wop legend Frankie Lyman from Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers. Uh, champion boxer Hector Macho Camacho. Um, Mary Malone, who you might know better as Typhoid Mary. Wait, Typhoid Mary's buried here? Typhoid Mary's okay, buried here. Okay, wait. We gotta figure out what part of the cemetery she's in, because <laughs> I gotta go pay, pay my respects to that badass bitch. I knew that was gonna be it. Like, now it's just a hunt to find Typhoid Mary's no, gravestone. No, seriously. <laughs> you what? and every Bronx kid who was ever told that, and they're like, I'm gonna go find it. I don't even think it's a marked grave. It, oh, how dare they? Yeah. Because um, I listened to a few cool podcasts about typhoid mary and she's a badass she was just <laughs> like i don't care that i might be sick i'm gonna shove my hands in people's stew Came this is here how we cook from ireland for one reason and one reason only to fuck shit up hey i mean you gotta kill all those cishet like <laughs> middle-aged white guys any way you can Typh typhus is a great way to do it 
We got. We'll come back and do like a day trip. We'll try to. I'll see if I can find the where because I'm sure somebody historically knows where she was buried. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's in some church registry somewhere. Yeah, I mean it might even be like findagrave.com. Yeah. We just turn to the side. Oh look, it says Typhoid Mary. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the uh, bigger cases here of someone who was buried here, who's very famous for those of you who are fans of true crime and that kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, Anthony Fat Tony Salerno was a cop. That's Fat Tony. Yep. Fat, he's actually the bassist. I know that name. He's the bassist for Fat Tony from The Simpsons. I, I did not know that. I've today. never seen The Simpsons. <laughs> There's a very racist Confession. mobster character. His name is Fat Tony. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> but uh, Fat Tony was part of the Genovese crime family with Big Ange. Yeah. Uh, Big know, Ange. He was very Shout out to Pearl. Shout out to Pearl. Uh, he was buried here, and there was actually a case where they had a grave robber who was stealing brass fixtures from the cemetery. Brass knuckles. Yeah, and in order to get him to confess, the cops at Rikers literally told him that he had touched Fat Tony's grave, and he was so afraid of getting hit by the mob that he just confessed to everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I would not want to deal with the mob anywhere he went from like I could, i'm not a monster could i really do? to like oh no this is exactly what i did here's the scrap shop in hunts point where all the metal is um send me to jail please <laughs> these, these kids think they're so cool <laughs> we're passing kids who are like smoking marijuana and like drinking beer and taking instagram pictures and it's <laughs> hilarious um so yeah we've got Fat Tony's case. Oh, we're here. almost to the end of the cemetery, though. We and this are. is some great background music. <laughs> don't don't cause us to. Uh, you don't copyright pay. strikes. Yeah, don't copyright us. Do you want to just like turn back and we can go around the other wall? Yeah. Okay. There's like no way to get in there. There's really not. I mean, you can hop the fence, but I don't recommend it. Um, have you ever seen a fat person try to hop a fence? Me when I was ten, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. I was a chubby child. Um. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, let's walk back and see if we can. We'll walk on the other side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Let's cross back. And hopefully not die. Yeah, we'll cross back when there's a sidewalk. Uh, the sidewalk does kind of end halfway through the cemetery because the Cross Bronx Expressway is literally right on the other side. I didn't hear a word you just said. There's a big old highway on the other <laughs> side of the fucking. <laughs> there it is. Up, guys. A little bit. We're looking for the chicken lady. No, 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 no. So this is real Bronx right here. Bro, it's a podcast. Why are you pulling your camera out? Kid, you don't even know where you at right now. It's a podcast. All right. We'll catch you guys Have a good night. All right. You caught a ghost? So, yeah, it's actually probably the neighborhood to come down to the cemetery and look for ghosts. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm too old for prison. Too fat. <laughs> Too gay. I just looked into my own past. I feel a million yeah. years old. How do you feel right now? Uh, I was once one of those kids sitting in the back of a car smoking trash weed and drinking, and now I'm not. Right? I'm kind of really glad we can't smell it, because yeah. I don't know much about weed, but I can absolutely tell bad weed. Now I have three cats and a nice little studio in Queens. <laughs> so <laughs> She's living that domesticated life now. <laughs> I thought you weren't single. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Okay, let's cross to the other side of okay. the street. We're a very lovely aging lesbian couple. It's, it's <laughs> fine. It's doing great. Three more I, years to common law marriage. <laughs> um, um, you keep talking. I'll keep looking for ways to break in. <laughs> so another thing that <laughs> happened in the cemetery, to get back on track, because I wasn't What is a on, track? Yeah. Um, the Lindbergh baby case. 
Yes, you mentioned yes. something about the Lindbergh baby, which, I confession, I thought happened in England for some reason. I'm sure it did. I didn't do enough research into <laughs> All I know is that <laughs> um, the case of the Lindbergh baby, when it was still like, the baby's missing, we don't know where the baby is, and before we knew the baby was dead. Yeah, uh, dead baby. Sorry, dead baby. <laughs> in 1932. We love you, we love you dead baby. Uh, in 1932, Charles Lindbergh actually met with an alleged kidnapper here at the cemetery, uh, gave him $50,000 in cash as requested. Yes. Uh, and three years later, the baby was found. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Bruno Richard Hopman was convicted of the murder in 1935. Even though Charles Lindbergh did it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I'm going to throw in an allegedly so I don't get charged for libel. <laughs> he showed up to the cemetery. Allegedly. He paid $50,000. Allegedly. allegedly. Um, but yeah, so that happened here uh, because that's just what goes down in East Bronx. A bunch of really quasi-illegal shit <laughs> because nobody cares about this part of the city. So it's just kind of like this is where all the garbage gets dumped. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's why I'm here right now. I'm just rediscovering my roots. <laughs> That are nowhere near here. I was buzzed from the trash. Also, we need to take a moment to uh, pat myself on the back because I'm currently walking down the street holding up a recording device and holding my mic, and today was chest day. <laughs> <laughs> and so this my is just muscles. a lot for me right now? This is just a lot for me, <laughs> and I just want to be recognized as being basic. All this work is homophobic. To myself, <laughs> internalized. So we can turn up here and we'll actually see some of the crypts. Um, one of the cool things is because it's an older cemetery, um, it's, I mean, you see them in new cemeteries too, <gasps> but there's, yeah, there's crickets from the field over there. <laughs> um, like I said, perfect place to go trick-or-treating around holidays. But uh, there are a lot of old crypts, like old school crypts and mausoleums right up here on the corner that me and my friends used to hide on top of and scare each other from. You take a left at the mausoleum. <laughs> Sorry, I love the Haunted Mansion. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That room, that ride isn't scary for me anymore because, I, look, girl, I fucking oh, lived Oh, you it. obviously <laughs> haven't ridden the Haunted Mansion ride in Paris. I have not. Oh my god. I'm not I like almost that. peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> the Parisians have a much higher tolerance for horror than we do, apparently. Oh, well, death is their thing. It's like, you know, they love it. Sure. The petite mortes, the, the little death, is like what happens when you when you gack in your pants, or like when you come, it's called like the little death. <laughs> I'm trying to put as much yes. tact on this as so possible, but being no, here... No, so <laughs> the, the term in French for an orgasm is le petit mort, which literally translates to the little death, but that's because they believed back in the 18th, 17th, 18th century that when you orgasmed, you died for a moment. And that's two very different ways of describing that. Which is why a lot of re religions actually have sex rites. Because they believed in that moment of orgasm, because you died, you were the closest to God. Huh. Fun fact. Fun fact. She went to college. I <laughs> For music. <laughs> Still. I sat in a chair and pretended to play the cello for four years. Being here is like, for me, is like Superman's proximity to the sun. The closer I get, like, the more like my brain just kind of melts. Yes. And I become more and more like by the end of this podcast, it's just gonna it's like when did you, you almost forgot that up? word, didn't you? Yeah, right then <laughs> and there, like the thing with the microphones, you know, that the thing with the microphone. When you say nope. words, good. Nope, I can't. <laughs> I can't do a Bronx accent. <laughs> I can't even do a Brooklyn accent because there isn't one anymore. There's not. Now it's can I have avocado toast? Uh, we should try to break into the cemetery right next to the security guy. 
<laughs> See what happens. He's leaving. He didn't give a shit. <laughs> Ask him for the keys. That's just straight up. Like, Di, it's cool. I live down the block. I got it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we were told we could go in. We just weren't given a key. Wink, wink. I'm cute. Nope, wouldn't work. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, do, do. all right, so <laughs> this let's is get to not these, Manhattan. Let's get to these chicken murders. Yes, please. Let's do it. Like the one thing Wait, the chicken murders as in they murdered chickens or people were murdered with chickens or were the chickens the murderers themselves Whoa. many questions that we still don't know the answers to uh on this episode of unsolved mysteries with robert stack <laughs> <laughs> but or buzzfeed unsolved buzzfeed unsolved free millennials uh, <laughs> dirty dirty millennials. Is that like a free radical <laughs> a free millennial <laughs> um so one thing that isn't talked about a lot i mean it, it pops up in the local news every once in a while but for some reason, like the cops never investigate it, which makes it arguably scarier. Um, and I've been dealing with this firsthand since I was like six or seven. This um, gate is closed for security reasons. It Damn is. Damn it. It's to keep you safe from the things inside. <laughs> we haven't even actually looked in the cemetery. So tell this story and I'm going to look inside. Yeah, go ahead. Take a look inside. It's very dark and spooky. <laughs> um, so Cemeteries are not spooky. We've been over this. <laughs> I t- cemeteries are I was spooky. T- cemeteries in general aren't spooky. This one apparently is. But I wanted to give the short rant of cemeteries are not spooky, except for the, like, silhouetted, creepy church crypts in the background over there. And since I am That's dead, really creepy. I can take <laughs> off my... It looks like Night Before the Christmas. Right? Literally. <laughs> we should take a picture of that and post it on Instagram. It's like a um, rite of passage in this neighborhood for every goth kid to try to shoot a horror movie in this cemetery. Yes. Like, we all give it a shot. It's always oh terrible. Oh, my God. You could stitch them all together and be the and same And people movie. wouldn't care if there were screams coming out from it because they would assume... Ghosts. Just, yeah, it, no, they assume it's just the dick kids hanging around. But that's true. That, yeah. No, I was gonna say my rant about cemeteries is yeah, that cemeteries it. aren't scary. The the change in thought about cemeteries that I think people should have is that cemeteries are just filled with stories, um, which sometimes the stories are really good and sometimes the stories are really bad, and so yeah, there's some angry stuff and some sad stuff that happens in cemeteries, because some people's stories weren't that great. But cemeteries are just filled with stories, which is why, in general, cemeteries aren't scary, in my opinion. They just gave me the most, like, genuine, sentimental look, and that's why they're not scary. <laughs> like, I was waiting for I'm the really more g- you know. <laughs> Wait, okay, so you tell this story, and I'm going to try to take a picture of that really creepy silhouette. You go for it. So, um, we're going to you know go on the Wayback Machine to the mid-90s. Uh, Pearl Jam was on the scene. Um, Clinton was going through some shit. Uh, and here at Old St. Raymond's, chickens were getting straight up murdered, like almost monthly. Um, stories pop up every couple of years. The most recent one I found was from 2015. Uh, but basically what happens is every once in a while, you'll hear the sounds of like animals struggling. You'll hear what sounds like, you ever like knock two wooden blocks together really, really hard? Yes. That like sound, it hit, not quite tongue pop, a little deeper. But, like, just like a knife hitting stone, like hard stone. Um, you'll hear the sound of, like, a chicken squawking and then just ah. neck snap. Yeah, like, ah. and it's just, it's, every, it re- it's usually around Halloween, which makes it even better. It's almost like they know. Uh, it starts in about September, and it doesn't stop until after Halloween. But what happens is the following days after, mourners will come to the cemetery and find planes going overhead and ruining my ambiance. <laughs> take three shots. Yeah, take three shots right now. Every time a plane goes overhead, and it'll be fine by the end of this. But 
uh, mourners will find decapitated chicken heads, like just scattered, like on tombstones in the uh, like in this little like see the little uh, driveways. You gotta. Um, nobody knows why. Uh, nobody knows who's doing it. Um, there are theories, but no one's really been pinned down. Um, I don't want to name drop, but there yeah, is. Yeah, please don't name drop yeah. because I don't want to no. be part of any legal cases. No. but That's uh, not what this podcast is for. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> we're just here seeking the truth. Um, <laughs> just because my father is a judge doesn't mean I want to go into <laughs> law. <laughs> uh, but basically, the, the prevailing theory is that there are a bunch of, because it's such a big Puerto Rican neighborhood, um, that it's people practicing Santeria, which is a combination of Afro-Caribbean and Catholic uh, religions. It's a Catholic cemetery. Interesting. That would make some sense. Yep. There's a lot of Puerto Rican families buried in the cemetery. So some people think it is a blood ritual sacrifice, kind of like a Day of the Dead type thing where they're just honoring those who they've lost. Interesting. Um, if you are someone listening and you practice Santeria, please send me a message because I would love to learn more. Oh, girl, there's a whole cult shop in Bushwick. We can go like next week. <laughs> Like they, they oh my god, I didn't there. even think about that. Yeah, Catland. We should do that. Shout out to Catland. But no, uh, that's the prevailing theory. No one's ever confirmed it. There are a lot of homes on Balcom Ave, which we just passed, that do have chickens in the front yard still. Like if you go around the corner to the back Do area. they just do that specifically to give stock to people who want to cut their heads off? We don't know. And <laughs> I think that they are involved. It seems if they're not... That I would, would be, be very kind of them, even if they're not involved, to just provide chickens. It'd be a weird coincidence <laughs> if they weren't involved at all. They just like have chickens next to the cemetery and chickens go missing and murdered in the cemetery. Like That's just like I a mean, really weird coincidence. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I like literally I have such... Cl- like You know like you have those like weird like memory, like really clear ones from like kindergarten first grade that just like you look down I looked down at my shoes. They were gray. I'm going to remember this forever. I have this distinct memory of sitting in that I building in the corner. Anything. Yes. And um, literally, like, sit, like, watching, like, the Wolfman. And I just hear, ah! chunk! And, like, freaked out and went to my mom. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. That's just the chicken people. Oh, my God. That, I'm six. That doesn't, I'm more scared now. Who are the chicken people? Are they coming? <laughs> there was literally across the street. You were very lax about this. But that's what happens when you've lived on the same block. For 30 years, and people just keep murdering chickens every year. That's After, like, year five, you're like, People right. are just like, oh, it's just going to happen. They aren't yeah. there to bother us. It's just the chicken people. They're, just, <laughs> they're not hurting anyone's grave. They're just <laughs> spreading their particular brand of magic around. Yep. So and I didn't say that reductively. I, I meant that wholeheartedly, honestly. <laughs> you know, like, every kid on the block has a story about the chicken people, like, my cousin Tiffany swears she was in here with her boyfriend at the time, and like she saw dudes mm-hmm. in robes. Yeah, just in here with her boyfriend. Yeah, her like came with a whole. Like, there were guys in robes, and they murdered chicken. I wasn't giving a blowjob in the trees. No, I would never do that. She wasn't goth and having sex on a grave. No, never. Tiffany, never. My family is nothing but clean, I mean, pristine people. <laughs> I can call out my own family. That's, that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> I wash my hands. Of <laughs> that's these my own fight. Yeah, that's my own fight to battle. <laughs> Um, but there's yeah. another gate here. Maybe we can bust it open. I promise you that there's a padlock on that so big and gnarly. <laughs> I just want to go inside. Well, we could have came earlier, girl, but you were the one who was like, oh, I want to go when it's dark and spooky. No, but if you go inside at like 2 p.m., you're not going to, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> nothing's going to happen now. It's a fucking cemetery. Everything in here is dead or getting there. <laughs> dead or getting there. Um, every Why dad- are you talking about me like that? Why are you talking about my career? Oh, my God. Now, every dad's favorite joke on this block is like, yeah, people are dying to get in. I mean, <laughs> that's just a typical padlock. Do you know how to pick a lock? 
oh, because I'm from the Bronx and I'm Italian, I know to pick locks. Yeah. You're right, but I don't have what I need to pick that lock. Damn it, why not? Also, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> That's fair. I spent too much time. That Shout out to 45th Precinct. I'm really sorry about <laughs> all of middle school. <laughs> <laughs> you did not need to pick me up that much. It was really not, it was not that severe. I was just going through a phase. <laughs> um, Weren't <okay>. we all? <laughs> Every kid in the block has a story about it. They hear chickens in the night. We see feathers, you know, strewn among. I'm looking for that because it does happen really commonly. Not so much on the outskirts, but you do see it sometimes where, like, there's just, like, random chicken feathers and what looks like blood on, like, the tombstones. But the groundskeepers here are so good at their jobs. That it goes away very quickly. Yeah, it's cleaned up, like, first thing in the morning. Like, it's crazy. I mean, I sent them an email. I wish someone had been like, hey, yeah, we'll walk you through and show you the chicken people. I don't think they know about the chicken people. And if they I'm did, sure they, they know about the chicken people. I, if, it's if it's that ubiquitous? It's so, but that's the thing, it could be a conspiracy of its own because like what nobody if it's, talks about what it. If it's, what if it's the people that clean the cemetery that do it? It's the perfect crime. Dun, dun, dun. See what I was telling you? The tombstone store is literally across the oh street my God. from the cemetery. No, there's, but that's the thing, there are two of them. There's a <laughs> monument company and the mausoleum company. Oh no, the Dindigris own both of those. Oh my God. Yeah, one supplies the tombstones, one does the engraving. That's brilliant. <laughs> Um, and that is brilliant. Right next to the buffet. That's how you bleed people for money. Ooh, buffet. Yeah. That's my place. To show you the kind of place the Bronx is, there's a tombstone place, a Subaru, uh, a buffet, and a cemetery. And that's about it. <laughs> Wait, what does that sign say? Maintenance, October 21st? Uh-oh, getting ready for the chicken people. Actually, that might be what's happening. Remove all items. Oh, because they do the, 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 like, the routine. like. That's fair. They clean up the flowers and stuff. This is a really cool entrance. If only there weren't tons of cars going past and it was unlocked. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was just unlocked. <laughs> just and you're like, like okay, it. bye. Never mind. Adventure. Um, but yeah, it, the thing is, like, a lot of us who used to come. I mean, so I don't see a lock on that one. Is I that mean, a I'm sure it's locked from the inside. We could check. That'd be hilarious. No, this is just straight up like. Oh, that's shut. just a gate. Yeah. Damn it! So close, <laughs> yet so far. Um, the, the crazy thing is like, where are the hoodlums that know how to get into these places? They don't when break into places them. like this. Why not? Because <laughs> they know better. No, 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 no. We you know, need to teach the children to make stupid decisions. <laughs> and by children, I mean us. I just told you I don't want to go back to 45th Precinct. We're walking towards it right now. The light of a cop coming back. Fuck you doing? <laughs> and then the likelihood of that cop being my cousin, even better. Wait, could we bribe? No. <laughs> you talk about getting yourself implicated and you want to put me in some like departed fucking like goodfellas shit where I'm going to pay my cousin to let me in a cemetery for a podcast? Not pay your cousin. Just be like, hey, want to let us in there for a while because we're not going to hurt anything? I do want to point out that I haven't been home in a couple years and it'd be really fucking funny if the first thing, like I haven't been home in like three years and the first thing said, hey, can you like let me in the St. Raymond's because... I'm totally not here to do some weird goth stuff like usual. No, not at all. <laughs> I definitely learned my lesson. <laughs> Asking for favors when you haven't talked to someone in a long time. That's just family. That, Yep, that's family in a nutshell right there. These are very exciting stones. Yeah, I mean, they, they range Like, they from are like gigantic. I, just everybody from mob families, just regular working class people who came around Ellis Island. Like, everybody. You got a little bit of everything in the cemetery. I was saying earlier that... One part of the cemetery all looks very homogenous, and I was used to, like, Jewish cemeteries where everything is super gaudy and ostentatious and things are black and gold, and <laughs> where is all of that in this cemetery? And uh, 
think we found it. Yep. No. So like the more in you get, it's like a, it's kind of like Yankee Stadium. The closer you are to the action, the more expensive it is. God, so, I want to go inside yeah. so bad. Inside, it's all little tombstones, but then on the outside. Oh, look, another see, like, monument place right next to the BP. Yep. <laughs> that one I think might actually be a different family. I don't know. In the past 15 minutes of us getting here, like three things that I thought were here were not here anymore. Oh no. The pizza place that I liked is now. A don't worry, I'm store. just casing every gate that we walk. We're gonna past. just. We're gonna find it. It's gonna happen. I'm. I'm sure. If you knew me 10 years younger, I would have just jumped this fence already by now. And I. Oh, my if we were 10 years like, younger, I would be even weaker than I am now. <laughs> I was smaller, dumber, and more apt to do illegal things. I mean, if you're gonna do that though, we wouldn't do that on this street because this is the really busy street. No, I showed you where we would have done it. The, yeah. the, the, the entrance by my old house that we used to hop all the time to go to the movie theater. <sighs> if only I was more agile. <laughs> the road that goes through the cemetery literally leads to the old Whitestone Cinema for you New Yorkers. That lovely ghetto piece of New York history. Um, fights used to break out in the parking lot like all the time. Yes. The cops are in that movie theater literally every day. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and we used to ride our bikes through here, go see a horror movie, and then just haul ass the whole way back scared because it's pitch black in the middle of a cemetery. <laughs> what else would you do? I wouldn't be able to handle that. Yep. While your friends Especially are hiding. As a kid. Yeah, all your friends are hiding in the tombstones and on top of the crypts making noises and like throwing fireworks and stuff trying to scare kid the younger kids. I like how there's a street sign in there i think that's someone's grave marker oh uh, that's the so it's kind of it's a directory so like each oh, of these is their it. own like kind of street name based on like different saints and stuff so got that's it. how you're able to find things because they didn't have like online directories back in the day got it yeah wait uh, they didn't have online directories before the internet no amazing right What? incredible I don't uh, know how that works. Let's get into some haunting sightings. Yes, let's do that, please. So I will preface. I like how you're taking charge because I'm really bad at doing that on my own podcast. <laughs> it's totally. Listen, this is th we're in my neighborhood. I feel a sense of like, yeah, I run shit here. Even yeah, do it. Nobody in this neighborhood knows who the fuck I am. Anymore. I'm in the Bronx. I'm a little frightened. So <laughs> please. It's cool. There's a very lovely gay bar. Eddie, take party. the wheel. <laughs> But yeah, so haunting sightings. Um, the thing is, because of the nature of the Bronx, where people just don't really talk about stuff, um, a lot of it isn't really well documented. But I mean, you pull any, we could pull anybody on the side of the street right now, and they would have a story about the cemetery. Ooh, we it's, should try. Yeah, we can go to Alby's. We could talk to some of the guys there. They definitely all have stories. Ooh, okay, <laughs> I'm down for that. Um, we'll yeah. do that as a bonus episode. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, the stuff that I know is all kind of anecdotal. Um, there's some evidence, like we passed, passed by and there were five kids that were like, look at our pictures that we took. You like, want to know so something really that. spooky already? What? So I put new batteries in this recording device. Yeah. They normally last, I don't know, they normally last me like four or five recording sessions. Okay. These ones are almost dead. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. I told you. So, oh, uh. Look. We should, before we do that, we're going to go on a break that doesn't actually exist but I'm going to replace the batteries in my recording device, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't have on my podcast. So give us just a moment. And we're back. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, we had a little intermission. Ooh, make sure your wire doesn't doesn't there we go there we go you don't want to hurt my 25 dollars mics i definitely don't want to <laughs> do that i live in brooklyn and i'm poor same <laughs> if you would like to tip me 
feel free to find my Venmo at Vivian Gabor NYC V I V I E N G A B O O R N Y C. And if you're feeling feel even more generous, uh, just look up Eddie Crash. You'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I'm very specific because I'm just like, give me fucking money, bitch. <laughs> Um, but yes. I've been in the Bronx approximately <laughs> an hour and a half, and I'm already, already begging for change, holding people up for money. Uh, we might have to turn back. Or, no, we could probably cut around through the side. Can we? Uh, I mean, it looks like we're going to cut through a neighborhood. Yeah, there's a cul-de-sac there. I don't want to do a cul-de-sac. Okay. That's a different kind of creepy. I like how cemeteries, fine. Cul-de-sacs, no. Hey, I've watched Desperate Housewives. I know what happens on cul-de-sacs. <laughs> I grew up on a cul-de-sac. We had a meth house. Someone tried to run me over. That's the true we horror. We had affairs happening. We had a park at the end of it where drug deals went down every night. Oh, we'll see that here, too. They ha we, we passed one on the we way up here. Wait, we did? <laughs> Those five kids that were in the What do you think they were doing in there? Uh, see, okay, but that's the thing. Those That's weed. Spirit hunting? I don't consider that a drug I deal. I promise you those kids switched hands on some molly or something, and that's why they're there. It's the only reason anybody comes Whoa, down that road. The drug that makes you really thirsty and <laughs> pass out because you've been dancing too long. Great. Terrifying. I'm uh, talking, like, meth, heroin, <laughs> cocaine. The actual, like, hard drugs. Real shit. Not the gay party drugs. You can probably get the other stuff in that, in that speedway right there, or the BP across the street. Perfect. Yeah. Or we could go into the Made in Puerto Rico Latin Cuisine and Sports Bar. They're actually really good. Um, get the arroz yeah. con pollo. It's delicious. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so haunting sightings. Yes. <laughs> so, like, everyone in my family, so my grandparents are buried here. Um, everyone in my family has stories about seeing ghosts and stuff. Take a shot for the airplane. Take a shot for the airplane. Yeah, LaGuardia Airport's right over the river, so we catch a lot. Like, they're, like, landing, so they get really close to the Bronx, especially this part of town. Now, that's what you want to see when you're landing on a plane. Look, it's the cemetery. <laughs> it's, like, the biggest cemetery you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, sightings have ranged from, like, somebody heard something out in, like, the woods. Like, I've heard, like, my cousin Michael was taking his, his bike through here once, coming back from seeing a movie, and he saw, he said he heard, like, a rustling. And he stopped to see if it was somebody like messing with him, like one of our friends. That's called an animal. Yeah. No, because he said he heard an adult male voice tell him to leave, and he thought it was a groundskeeper. Ooh. So he went looking around, could not find anyone, and then got really scared and just like fucked off. It's <laughs> probably a homeless person. Definitely possible. These guys are not very high, and if you don't care about the law, it's very easy to get into. <laughs> Did I say I care about the law? I just said my dad's a judge. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> very can't get me out of anything. Statements. Just kidding. You can't get me out of anything except jury duty. <laughs> um, there's stuff like that. We've seen like things like I personally. I used to come out here late at night because I was a little goth boy. Yeah. And I used to come down here to write poetry. I mean, did you have a choice growing up next oh, to a next cemetery? No, there's no option at all. Like, it's like you just, even our parents were like the Adams family. Yeah. They were like, like my cousin has a Munsters tattoo. My uncle went as Dracula <laughs> yes. every year. Oh like, you God. lean into the pitch, you know? Perfect. <laughs> but when I, when I was going through my little goth fizz and writing poetry in the cemetery like a giant homosexual, um, <laughs> we used to just see like all kinds of like, Whisp all that stuff they talk about on shows, like whispers of like people, like figures in distance, that kind of stuff. Just too many to count. Um, the closest one was one where I was walking through here, and it was one I had a pager to really date this. My beeper went off. Wow. <laughs> my Motorola beeper went off, and it was wow. My buddy Big John, shout out to Big John up in Country Club. 
Um, it's the neighborhood up north of here. Okay. Um, he, I got like, a page from him on my beeper, and he was like, yo, like, basically, I went to hit him. He was like, when usually when that happens, I would just go hit a payphone, call them, and see where they were at, and go find them. <laughs> payphone. Yep. Right over where we were by the, by the deli. So hit that payphone. Um, I like how there was a little, like, we heard a sound, and we both turned around, and were like, are we going to see something? And it was literally <laughs> just, like, a, like, a chestnut falling from the tree or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a ghost. But so, like, For anyone out there who's a Glam and Gore fan. <laughs> he paged me, and then, like, I went to go turn around to leave, and I swear to God, I felt someone standing, like, literally, like, right here behind me. Like, you're them behind me. Yes. Like, I felt this presence of, like, six-foot-tall dude, and just, like, it, it freaked me out so bad. Like I He was lonely. Yeah. Like, I just, you can feel, like, somebody's breath on the back of your neck. It was practically Ooh. that. I just felt that in a moment and bolted for the exit and hopped the fence. And you I was didn't out turn there. around and say hello? No, I was oh. 10. That's fair. <laughs> I was That's very fair. A six-foot-tall thing behind you and you're 10. No, I'm murking that way. Because whatever it is wants to put something in my butt, and I'm not going to be ready for that for another, like, three or four years. <laughs> fair. Okay. And then only consensually. Yes. Not There's the punchline. Yeah, not in a cemetery. I wasn't on prep yet. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't be you sorry. You ever just like you tell a joke and you feel it? You're like, you Ugh. feel it, and you're just like, oh, this is gonna be a dumb one. Like the back of your teeth. <laughs> I like how they do a field mass on All Souls Day, so you can go and do mass in the cemetery. Yeah, well, it's Catholic, so it lasts five hours. Perfect. <laughs> I'm an opera person, so I'm used to five hours. Yeah, there's no intermission. It <laughs> just straight so up. So it's a French opera. Yes. <laughs> High class. No, it, it. With three ballets in it. <laughs> this part, like the, the old, the new cemetery gets attention too, and it's nice. There's actually uh, what's called the Garden of Innocence, which is where they bury a lot of uh, stillborn babies. And yep. Nope. Not going over there. Sorry, that's the one part I will not go into. There have been stories of yeah, people I, going yep. to that. Garden of Innocence and hearing babies laughter. Yeah, of course. I do not. Babies I don't, crying. I don't fuck with dead babies or dead children. Well, dead children find me, so I can't help that. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's just a problem I, I one have. Of these, on one of these podcasts, I keep alluding to it. On one of these podcasts, I need to just sit down and tell all of my stories. But, uh, <laughs> like, no one else. Just me being like, okay, here are my stories. <laughs> here but, uh, the entire, no, it's because like, I, I have worked with kids for so long, and mm -hmm. I have that that aura around me, that spirit around me, that I'm open to helping children. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of child spirits okay, end up finding me. Um, but, no, dead babies, mm -mm, that's creepy as fuck. Well, I mean, what do you, do you want to say? Because you, you keep saying, like, I want spooky, and I'm like, let's go to the Garden of Innocence, and since you're, like, a magnet for dead babies. Okay, great, let's go over there. Where is it? It's in the new cemetery. Okay, so like, how many miles do we have to walk to that? Um, too many. <laughs> okay, let's it's do it. We're not going to be able to get into that either, so we're just going to walk on the side, and the garden is inside. But, uh, yeah. No. I mean, we could get close to it, right? Uh, or is it in the very center of that section? It's like in a whole other neighborhood, and it's like the garden's oh. in the middle. Yeah, the idea is that it's protected by all Damn the it. adults around it. Um, but all kinds of, like That's I said. That's adorable, but still creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else do I have here. Yes, look at those notes. Look at this like plethora of notes that I took. I'm so proud of myself. I never take notes. I dropped out of community college. <laughs> um, do, do, do. Oh, yeah, the fucking, oh, shit. The oh. creepy couple, the creepy couple. The creepy oh, couple. Oh, boy. 
So, 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 so this is like <laughs> 1999. You got so excited. I there. put it down and I fucking I, I deleted it. And then I was like, I was going back and forth. I was like, oh, do I want to do this now? Wait, actually, before we say this, um, yeah. if you want me to do a second episode from the cemetery where we go to the Garden of Innocence, leave a five star review and mention it. And if I get 10 reviews that say go to the Garden of Innocence, I will do it. And guys, just really sincerely, smash that motherfucking like button. Yes, please. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe and share and um, download because if we don't get just putting all the plugs in the middle this time because I want people to hear them. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't get credit in the, the ratings unless you um, download the episodes. So you have to download it before you listen to it. So don't just listen to it because you have data. Yeah, don't be that guy or girl or those that lie betwixt. Download, subscribe, let's get some attention. <laughs> those that lie betwixt? Yes. <laughs> How about don't be a person or a guy or a girl? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are we humans or are we dancers? Oh, well, we're not humans. Oh, so. oh my God. I hate that song, but I love that phrase because it's just like, what else are we then? Womp womp. We're aliens. So the spooky couple. Yes. Uh, 1999, 2000, kind of, it was towards, the, it was around the holidays, I remember that, because it was, like, when, like, all, like, the tunes had, like, Christmas decorations on them, uh, because we <laughs> keep it festive in the Bronx, yes. 24-7, shout out to the Park Chester Christmas House, I'm I mean, just gonna, this gonna be nothing but local Bronx. I mean, that's great, like, I know nothing about the Bronx, so this is fantastic. <laughs> like, things that, like, maybe one person from, like, Modhead's like, yeah, hey, yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I go to the Christmas House, I throw pennies at the fucking statues of Mickey Mouse. I'm leaving that alone. I'm not explaining that. You I no don't context. want that explained. I just want to go and throw pennies at Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you get also, no I love context. the fact that you called him Mickey Mouse instead of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and I had to identify which mouse. Could have been Mighty Mouse. <laughs> no. It's just like the difference between sides of the country when you say Taco Bell or Taco Bell. <laughs> well, we said before in Louis and Ernie's, you said, I'm like, you're in the Bronx. It's pronounced Batroom. Bedroom. You gotta take it to. It's in the Bronx. You put him in a fucking bedroom. In the Bronx. <laughs> That's about all I can do with the Bronx accent. You drink a cup of coffee. Bronx. You walk your dog and you put him in a fucking bedroom. <laughs> um, but it's the spooky couple. Yes, <laughs> the spooky couple. We gotta come back. Giving to Giving me time to remember. So, um, we were coming home. I think it was when we went to go see House of a Thousand Corpses because we used to yes. ride our bikes through to see Whitestone Cinema. We go to the movie theater. Put our scooters under our seats and take a shot for bag. the airplane. Shot for the airplane. I don't even notice it. Like you keep doing it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, the plane's going overhead. It's not even a thing. Because we don't get those in Brooklyn, <laughs> so I'm not used to it anymore. Yeah. So we're riding back, and like the whole ride there, I was saying before, the whole ride there, magical, like nostalgic. Oh, childhood and winter, it's so beautiful. And then fucking on the ride back in the pitch black darkness of the cemetery, just like foot to head and then down, just like. Marking out on a scooter trying to get across the cemetery as Scooters. fast as possible. My Hello, early 2000s. With the jelly wheels. I had an orange one. Oh my god, I wanted one of those. <laughs> my sister had a Razor scooter. I wasn't that cool. So like, everyone had the Razor. I was like, no, I'm going big. And I got the Mongoose from Toys R Us. It was cheaper, but it looked cool. Yes, that's what I had. <laughs> Flexing on them. Um, but so we're coming back, and you know, we're like, we're hauling ass, whatever. One of my buddies trips and falls, as you do in any horror movie. Um, he's on a scooter, and he put his foot down where he shouldn't have, and he fell, and went to go get him. And I swear on every slice of pizza Louis and Ernie's has ever served me, and every slice they will, 
we saw a couple at the end of the road. Like if you go up, where I'll show you right now, where that uh, where we first were on the corner. Yeah. Right around, if you take that bend, right over there, right the fuck over there in the middle. Um, we saw what looked like a husband and wife. She had long brown hair. She was wearing like a really like cotton like linen dress, like with like, a really simple print. Okay. And then like an older guy and like over, like American Gothic. Yes. And like literally, like we saw for a second. And then we turned back and they were gone. We all screamed bloody murder and just started hauling ass back to the gate. Like as fast as we could. Yeah. I got stuck trying to hop that thing in like one clean jump. Oh, is that when you, th- is that what you were telling me about yeah. when you got stuck on it? Yeah, I was the fat kid who got his button down shirt stuck on the fucking barbed wire that used to be I love on that the there's fence. there's an ambulance right here. We should just knock on the window and be like, do you have any ghost stories? Do you have any ghost They probably have scor- oh, stories I'm, that are far scarier. Yeah, but that's a completely different episode. <laughs> But yeah, that was the like the the biggest. That was when like I, I think I we came may home. have just walked past two EMTs giving each other hand just jobs. Fucking, <laughs> just fucking. That's um, exciting. Right as I was telling the story of the scariest experience of my entire. <laughs> I was trying childhood. to keep it light so people didn't <laughs> get scared. It's a cemetery walk. He's gonna spook them out. That's true. Uh, it was a dark and stormy night. It was, a dark, it was actually a really clear. Case. It was it's really a very warm. clear night, and I yeah. can see stars, even though we're in New York. Yeah, it was like a very warm day for the Bronx because I was wearing my button down. That was weird, but yeah, no, we saw a full like apparition. I came home and I was like, I believe in ghosts now. No, <laughs> Your I, parents were like, now? No, I told my mom, and she was like, Yeah, no, really? I've been here for like, of course, duh. Like my mom was full <laughs> witchy, like Stevie Nicks. Like she had wands yes. and like. Oh my god! I'm so jealous. Yeah, she was. She bought in Lost Town. So when I came home, she's like, Yeah, duh. God, I can't imagine myself if I had grown up with parents who were into that stuff. Like, right now, I would just be full on, like, oh, it would be scary. It gives you accessibility to be really annoying in your teen years. <laughs> just had, your teen years? I mean, I've aged out of it a little bit, I think. <laughs> oh, oh, I was talking about myself, yeah. but okay, throw yourself under that bus. Go that for said, it. I am walking around a cemetery in the middle of the night on a Monday, on Columbus Day. Or, sorry, Indigenous Peoples Day. Oh, it is Columbus fuck Day. Fuck Christopher Columbus. Fuck that asshole who had no clue where on the planet he was. Actually, that's not true. I've heard more recent historical research has shown that he knew exactly where he was and knew that he w- knew he wasn't in India. And instead was just like, you know what? They wanted me to go there, so I'm just going to say this is India so I can go home. He is famous for being the last person to discover America. And a long line of people who discovered America. I kind of really want to go back over to the fence and see if we can jiggle it. Yeah, sure. I mean, energy-wise, like, that's what I remember the most about the cemetery, so maybe we'll see something. You never know. Um, this is also where I had my first kiss and my <laughs> first cigarette. They were the same uh, day. Of course. <laughs> um, Somehow that doesn't surprise I me. I haven't stopped smoking, but I have stopped kissing girls, so life's about progress. I mean... <laughs> I would say girls are yucky, but that's not okay anymore. No. I well, I'm engaged, I so I don't see me kissing anyone else for a very long time. I Love you, Em. I don't think I could make it over. I theoretically could. And but even if I made it over the fence, I don't think I could make it back. So we come back with a are ladder. Are you hearing those voices? Oh, that's from the block. You're right. I mean, it's a ghost. <gasps> I remember the head got knocked over that statue. <laughs> Did no. you do that? No, I didn't. One of my friends did. Oh, no. He hit it with a, not even a baseball bat, a stickball bat. I was That's fully it? from the 1930s. No, um, it was like we were fucking around playing stickball. I'm and giving them sound effects. It. A couple of these were actually him, if I'm not mistaken. We're actually here, I promise. That's we're the sound of the gate. Trying to, I'm pretending to try to open the gate. 
Um, I wish you had your lockpicking stuff with you. Just I don't. I I rarely I like want to break the law, really but right now I, I really fucking want to break the law. I like that you actually believe that I have a lockpicking kit. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I? You're I wearing a leather jacket well, and you have a Bronx accent. Oh, we're just we're just coding people now. So yeah, we're just profiling. That's what I do. That's what, I do. what are you? As the New York Police Department? No, it's Seattle Police Department. <laughs> Even worse. We had to have Cleveland come in and teach us what to do. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. Shots for the airplane. Yeah. I don't know what we should do because we can't get in. I was hoping there would be a section that would have like. Here, let's take a look. I, I old fence. I might know a spot. This is the spot my cousin was like a fat ass. He ain't through that hole no more. Oh, let's try it. Yeah, let's let's see if my fat ass because he doesn't know. I started doing yoga. Ooh. Yeah. That's exciting. She's on a fitness journey. I'm on week three of mus of uh, bodybuilding. Oh wow, this actually might be the old fence. <laughs> is it? Got the overgrowth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot more overgrowth than I remember though. So I don't know. Uh. I feel like I'm in the fucking Goonies right now, trying to like remember, <laughs> like where we hid the treasure and shit. Um, I mean, if we were in the Goonies, we'd be in Oregon, which would make me very happy. This looks like a new fence. Okay, yeah, because the this overgrowth. This is how long it's been that you. Uh, well, because there's overgrowth on there's it. There's now so overgrowth on the new fence. Oh my god. How, do you feel old yet? I do, because they also changed my cousin's apartment around. I won't. <laughs> I won't ask you to tell your age, but <laughs> um, also my first boyfriend left around the corner on freelance. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's a sign that says dead end, and there's a car lot down here, and there are crickets. Oh, this is a horror movie waiting to start. He's a hockey player now, oh. and he is gay. So Lance, if you hear this, take me back. No, just kidding. You're gross. Oh, but there, are, there are hearts on those signs. That's cute. Yeah, that's they look like they were drawn in poop, though. Those buildings were put up so recently that I remember when that was just fully a big dirt hole in the ground that we used to I hang out in. big dirt holes in the ground. We used to play in that. Now it's a bunch of buildings, but it was a hole in the ground. Yeah, there's literally no way in. Yeah. There's the yard. I don't know if that's even still a thing. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, no, they replaced the whole. They knew, man. They really replaced the whole they fence. They really, really knew. And there's barbed wire. You were right. That's, yep. See, that that's part fence. of the old fence. Yep. Because that wire, there's like the straight barbed wire I used to catch on my shirt all the time. That's crazy. <sighs> I don't. Oh, well. <laughs> it was worth a try. Maybe we'll see Spooky. Je spooky. Jeffrey, the spooky auto mechanic who hangs out back here. And he is actually like, not like Halloween terrifying, like meth is a problem terrifying. Oh, that, yeah. So it's like going to any gay bar. See. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. He's going to go. He's going to go search through the fences. I'm uh, standing here. What? I'm giving you all the sound effects just in case. Did, did you find it? They patched it. I would not be able to hop it. So you could go and take some video for me. No. <laughs> to put on the Instagram. Well, I wore my big old lesbian combat boots today because I knew I was going to step through some shit. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's just a cemetery. We'll just be able to like walk right in. Yeah, no. No. Not this place. Oh, my God. It definitely has a good aura about it. Yeah, Oop, there's a car behind Oop. us. 
it's a really peaceful spot. Like it's part it of why is. we used to hang out there a lot. Like it wasn't you, just you like kids being shitty. Though. It was like genuinely just like no, this is like a really nice. Like you saw the park. Oh yeah, this it's is nicer beautiful. than the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the park it's is really like, beautiful. Yeah, that park we pass is way more dangerous than this is. So like we would just come <laughs> hang out here. That's quite fair. Abelise used to live up there. That was her old apartment in the back. Um, and then her kitchen was downstairs. Wow, they really built this place out. Holy shit. I think gentrification might be coming to the Bronx. No. The last stronghold. I mean, also, it's probably just that building was a piece of shit by the end, and they needed That's to fix true. it. That also just happens sometimes. Fun fact, my window is right there. I used to have to sit on the ground The one night. that cr- curtain just closed? With the AC unit in it. Um, we used to sit on the ground because when it got laid out, people would come out here and shoot out the windows. Oh, that's fun, and we're just wandering around here. Oh, those guys are all, like I said, they're all in jail or moved to Brooklyn. Perfect. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Going home tonight and dead. Okay, we're going to stand still for a little bit because yep. I'm fat. <laughs> and oh. we're on a nice street corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any other stories for us? I mean, it's about, like I said, it's just, it's all kind of the same stuff. You see things like, you feel presences behind you. Um, that one's a really common one, whether it's, like, right behind you or, like, maybe off in the distance. Because, mm-hmm. like, the groundskeepers are gone at night. There's no, like, security that walks this place. Yeah. As you've seen, it's very highly secured. Oh, there's, enough. yeah, it's secured enough that you can't get in unless yeah. you're actually, like, fit and can and there's, like, pop a Yeah, and there's cameras and all kinds of sense motion sensors, and, like, it's crazy. So, like... You don't really see a lot of like light na- nighttime groundskeepers. So when you st- have experiences like that, like presence behind you, or like you see something for a second, like it fucks with you because you're like, no one else is in here. Yeah. Like there's no way, especially not like a woman in a linen dress is not just walking around the cemetery. A woman night. in white. Yeah. Women in white are like the only things other than dead babies that scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Because we they're fall. scariest. Yeah. Things. Those ones will get you. <laughs> like, the anyone who's recently learned of La Llorona. Like, mm-hmm. that's just one country's version of the, the woman in white. Ireland has one. Ireland has one. Yeah. The Americas have them. England has them. Everyone has a woman in white legend. Mm. And they are the scariest fucking things. Anyone who's watched Supernatural, it's the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason it's the very first episode. That was not the sound to be smoking a cigarette because I'm quitting. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> um... But no, like, that's what makes it so freaky is that, like, it's so, like, contained and secure, like, almost like a prison. So, like, when you see and hear shit, you're like, what the fuck is in here that's, yeah. like, trying to get out? Um, like, it's just all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, I'm half tempted to go down to that security officer that we saw sitting in his car down there who was just sitting there smoking and be like, hey. <laughs> I mean, we can give it a shot. We're just on a podcast. Yeah. Would you mind if we went inside for a little bit? You can come with us. <laughs> I mean, no, he, I'm sure. He's probably doing the night security, which is like the closest they get. They do park their cars sometimes like on the outskirts, but it's in case they hear things like someone breaking in or like yeah. someone defiling the graves. Because as you've seen, they, they're taken care of very well. They're kept that way. Very, very well. And then sometimes I'm actually surprised how yeah. well they're taken care of. Because in Seattle, we don't take care of these things yeah. this well. And these are the old crypts. And then like those over there, like I hit their heads smashed off. Like the only reason they're still in disarray is because those are some of the oldest ones. So like their family probably hasn't lived in New York in like 100 years. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. That's why we're just digging up their families and moved to New Jersey. And I like how we're standing right here in front of one of the stations of the cross. Oh, yeah. They've See, I know that. I know some things. They have those I went to a private Christian school. <laughs> I've been to monastic retreats. I, 
actually went to St. Raymond's High School for Boys, which is the church that Ooh, is attached to this. Ooh, yeah. that's exciting. He was in little, a little Catholic tie. school boy. Little shorts. Now, um, you're now the subject of porn. <laughs> actually, no, because you're not Mormon. <laughs> that's the new trend. Oh, yeah. If you want to know more about that, go listen to the episode We Got the Clap. You have a spoon. Okay. <laughs> um, we speak to one of those porn stars. So the parish is connected to the cemetery, but they don't really do any of the work. It's mostly archdiocese. So, like, it just, you know, it's it's weirdly well-maintained, especially given, So they like, take better care of their dead than their living. But then there's still all the weird shit, like the chicken people happening and, like... Yeah, that's spe- true. Like, it's, like, w- it's so well-protected, but there's no documented cases of any of this. I mean, to be fair, it's probably people in the church. Knowing the Catholic Church and knowing all of the weird sects of oh, it that yeah. there are, I'm sure... They've worked out some kind of deal somewhere along the line. I'm sure there's some cloak and dagger reason as to why. Someone probably has a key somewhere. Ritual animal sacrifice is happening. I may or may not have tried to start up my own secret society in college, and it didn't catch on because we had no purpose. Because you can't tell anybody because of the secret society. Well, I told enough people to start the society, and then we created, like, all of the... I haven't actually ever talked about this. Uh. We, like, created all of the, like, like, the bylaws and the constitution and all that kind of stuff for the group. And we met like three times. We were like, "Yeah, this is too much work. We don't care anymore." Is this you telling me you're one of the Dead Poet Society kids? No. Okay. I wish. <laughs> part <laughs> of me really wants to like. go to like Harvard or Yale and be part of like one of the actual secret societies. I've considered joining the Freemasons. We should get my fiance on. Uh, they went to Yale and they know <gasps> about like Scroll and Key and oh you know what's it? Um, Skull and Bones. The problem is you can't interview any of the people that are actually in those societies. They weren't societies. actually in it. They just know about it. I mean, that's true. Because they're also a history major, so they got access to all the record data oh all the time. God. Like, no, if you want to talk I'm history, desperate. yeah, yeah. No. Does is it Yale or Harvard that has the largest library in the U.S.? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. I know and I shouldn't mix them up because that will get me hurt. <laughs> I know that Beinecke Library is like really famous in Yale, and so is Sterling Library, where my fiance yeah. worked. Uh, Indiana Jones moment. Uh, but. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll know all about secret societies, that kind of stuff. Um, they were super stoked when they found out oh, I was doing this. Oh, that person must have a real big dick. Ooh, just a meaty hog. That's what I love to say about people who, like, zoom past me. Oh, yeah. Show off. Show off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think we should come back here during the day sometime so we can actually, like, see some of the graves. But yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I, can, I can make that happen. Yeah. Again, I'm going to reiterate, if you'd like me to go to the Garden of the Innocents, because I kind of want to now that I've been thinking about it. So if you want me to record an episode from the Garden of the Innocents, (laughs) I need 10 reviews that mention it, and I, 10 five-star reviews, that's the thing, that has to be 10 five-star reviews, and I will go and record a podcast from the Garden of the Innocents. Well, I'm going to five-star review it, and I know my fiance will too, because I also know a really good bar. That'll be two, so we need eight. So that way we can go over there, because that's the real reason I want to go to the new cemetery, is there's a really good bar over there. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Um, But no, yeah, we can go check out the Garden of Innocents. There's also like some older tombstones over there. Um, There is some weird skullduggery that's happened in the new cemetery that I can go look up and do some research on. Um, I didn't get a chance because I did so much of it on here. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I knew all this offhand. But yeah, Yeah, you can definitely go. Literally across the street from where we're standing. We're looking at the building that I lived in until I was like 12. No, 14. 14. Ooh, the perfect age to be creeped out by everything. Oh, yeah. And think you're the shit. (laughs) Um, I think that's where we're going to cut for now. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on the podcast with me and for getting some of my cardio in today. Anytime. <laughs> for both. <laughs> um, if you would like to find Eddie online. You can find me on eddiecrash.bandcamp.com. It's E-D-D-Y, crash like a car crash, dot bandcamp.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook and on Instagram as Eddie Crash Official. E-D-D-Y, crash official. Yes, perfect. And you can find us at Yabut Podcast on Instagram and on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud and Spotify now. Ooh. Yeah, you can listen on Spotify now. Uh, you can find myself at Vivian Gabor NYC on Instagram and Cash App and Venmo. My brain's just shutting down because I'm getting tired because I'm old. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening and tune in next time for the next installment of our Halloween series. Thank you, Eddie. Bye. Yeah, but. 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 Thank you for listening to Yeah But with Vivian Gabor. Tune in next week, same place, same time. Yeah.